Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Hey, Vernon, check it out. Look what your buddy Ernest has got, Vernon. A complete meal. A real Brahms cheeseburger with all the fixings made by a real human being. Know what I mean? Some of those crisp golden fries and one of those delicious Brahms ice cream shakes. I love Brahms, Vern, because you get your entrees and your entrees on your own trays. Know what I mean? Oh, I'm trimming my, uh, baby tree here. <laughs> Bonsai tree. Bonsai tree. Bonsai. 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 They're beautiful. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi learned it in Okinawa. That's where he's from. Really? So delicate. Tai Web. Heavy Longmire. Gustav Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the shortwave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. This is GLK London transmitting on the shortwave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato. Enlighten me. So would you say your love of bonsai tree comes from the Karate Kid? That was my first introduction to it. I think yes. it was probably all of our first, right. all of our introduction to it. Yeah, yeah. And this is, you know, as I've, my wife laughs at me because I, and much like you, we're both the same in that we'll get really into something for a little bit and like be hyper focused. Yes. Hyper excited. Hyper excited for about a month. Maybe longer. Mine's usually about a month. You're, right. you're good about you can. Uh, mine you might can go hold, for six months to a year. Yeah, you can hold yours. To, I have. A, I don't. My attention span's not that long. Mine will be for about a month, and then I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm done. Right. It's kind of like the kid that gets the trampoline for sure. Christmas, you know. Well, my new. I mean, and I've done this from collecting pocket knives mm-hmm. to I got real into drawing <laughs> one I time. I didn't know about that. For about a month, yeah. <laughs> Bought all kinds of supplies. Last year, about this time, it was leather work. I'm like, I've got some tools. I'm going to start leather working. I'm going to become a master craftsman leather worker. I'll go to like shows all over the country and stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that lasted for about a month. Well, my new thing that I've been prepping for all summer long is bonsai trees. I, too, have gone through my bonsai period. Now, I will say, in my experience of my own life, there's a high probability that I will circle back. So I oh, will, yeah, I do that, too. I will get into something, and it might be five years, it might be ten years, it might be twenty years. Later that you come back to but it. But I'll come back to it, and, yeah. I'll, and I might not be as feverish about it the next time, but it'll still cycle through. Yeah. And I don't know that we have enough episodes left in our lifetime that I could go through each one of those in detail. <laughs> so I'm sorry. So uh, before we go too deep into this, 
we do need to identify. Oh, yes. And I am, oh, this is Can You Hear Me, the podcast of three guys, but one of those guys is busy, quote unquote. Doing spectacular things. To spectacular people. And you have your two favorite people, at least for now. I am Gustav Monteblanc. I am America's favorite, the one and only Heavy Longmire. And you can always find us on Twitter. And if you'd like to contact he who is not here, you could find him at TieWeb3000. Pew, 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 pew. You can find, I will go find new lasers, but I appreciate the effort. Okay. But I'll leave them in there. That's, that's, it's, it's heartfelt. So far, the hard drive repair has not yeah, gone well. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Well, there's still some some things on there that I'd like to get off. Uh, I did try to salvage the kid pictures. Okay. You know, the family stuff. Right, right. But there's obscure TV shows that might not ever be found again if I can't get them. Right. Although I think I gave you a... Did I give you a USB with a bunch of weird British shows? Uh, I don't think so. All right. Maybe I gave it to Ty. Anyway... You can find me at Real Gustav, and you can find you how? You can find me at Longmire Heavy. And you can find us on Instagram at Can You Hear Me Pod. We have a Twitter account for Can You Hear Me Pod. We have our website, CanYouHearMePod.com, and you can always email us at CanYouHearMePod at gmail.com. So that's enough of the uh, housekeeping. So back to Bonds I Talk. Okay, back to Bonds I Talk. Well, I started thinking about this several years ago. I can't remember. I was one of my late night just can't sleep and you're just going through stuff you know youtube wormholes you know now i will interject that out of the three of us you are the most learned in trees yes thank you appreciate that well somehow i got on found some youtube videos about bonsaiing oak trees and i was like huh this is interesting and these were beautiful. I mean, look like hundred year old, you know, weather worn right. tree. I mean, just like I was like, man, that is gorgeous. And they were, you know, maybe foot and a half, two foot tall. Right. And uh, I was like, I want to do that. So I started reading about, you know, how to start that process, and which I never got around to it. Well, this spring I noticed some oak trees. That had sprouted up in one of my flower beds. Mm-hmm. So instead of pulling them, I've been uh, kind of pruned them up a little bit, pruned some leaves up, been watering them real good. One of them I actually went ahead and dug up, okay. put, put in another container. Repotted it. Yeah. Or potted it in this case, sure. Right. Potted it in a uh, in a galvanized bucket that did I had you sift laying around. Your, uh, did you sift your soil to get the right? No, this is just, this is just, no. This have is, you gotten into the reading about that shit? Yes, I have. Well, then there was another one growing in the flower beds. Like, well, hell, I'll go ahead and dig this one up too. Well, I started digging. I dug down about two foot, and I didn't hit the bottom of this damn root. I was like, son of a bitch! I don't know how deep. I mean, I couldn't even find. I mean, it's not very tall. So usually, when they're like that, you can the acorn's still in there, right? You know. But I never even found that. But it's it's so I've been watering it, thinking it'll, hoping it'll establish some lateral roots up towards the top instead of going down so deep Mm -hmm. to get water so anyway that's my plan i've got one two three i've got three little oak trees that are like right now they're what's that eight inches how tall is that it's it's about eight inches about eight inches tall Uh uh-huh they're about eight inches tall i'm i'm hoping to 
get those dug up come fall when they go dormant. But then I've also got, that is a Savannah holly that I've got growing on the side of the garage there. It's a tree type holly. Right. It's not a, not a shrub holly, not a hedge holly. Well, I've got some little, I've got three little holly trees coming up too from there. Hey guys. And, uh, so I'm thinking about, I was like, I've never seen a bonsai holly tree. I might try that as well. So now my anticipation is, is high. It shouldn't be. My, the realistic side of this knows that I'm going to kill all these trees. Right. That's, that's the realistic side of it. Yeah. And even if you don't kill them, Bonsai is a lot longer time horizon than what we usually deal in in our hobbies. Exactly. It's like a uh, 10-year-out goal. <laughs> yeah, on the short side. <laughs> you know, that, that's one of those things when if you – and I'll bring you some books. I, I know I have several out in the barn that uh, when you – if you really get into this, mm-hmm. you know, these trees outlive – they're growers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's one of those things is, you know, you know this was, you know, their grandfather's this tree. This was great-grandfather's yeah, bonsai. You know, it's insane. So, yeah. it's fascinating. I, I've dallied with it. I have not had success. Yeah. And part of that, at the time, I was, uh, I think when I got into that was we had very small children, mm. which did not lend itself. And I was traveling right. you know, every week. Did not lend itself to... Bonsai care. Bonsai care. And our climate does not lend itself well to bonsai care yeah. either. Now, you can, you know, develop an area in your backyard that's partly shaded where you can create a microclimate. Right. Maybe, you know, have some misters, misters and, and things yeah. like that. And yeah. I'm laughing as I say it because I know how, you know, absurd it sounds yeah but if you want to go do this in texas that's the level you're right right there is a bonsai store over in the garland area yeah i mean like a a bonsai supply okay not like a oh come in and buy these thousand dollar bonsai trees this is like an old dude that will sell you the special bonsai side clippers, uh, the trim, and the bonsai training wire, and all that stuff. Well, I got some scissors I bought at Walgreens. Those well, work. I'm telling you, there, there's some, there's some. I've got the badass side clippers. That, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Anyway, you got some wire. Those, I was just going to use baling wire. Well, I think you'd be better served maybe to get a uh, solder wire or something. No, not solder. Solder's too soft. Uh, it, different gauges of solid core copper. Okay. At the at the uh, Home Depot, but I'll bring you. I think I got some extra wire. You're nowhere near. I mean, wire is like wire. Wiring's like three years down the road. You know, (laughs) that's the thing is you get all excited Uh, and you read up on this exactly, and you go. I didn't buy all a ton of stuff because I actually had some stuff that I was kind of like, this is wiring, and then I got into trying to do some air grafting and all other. Yeah. Anyway, again. Yeah. Small kids, not yeah. the time to handle this. I had a horticulture professor in college who took a, he always liked just playing with stuff, right. doing crazy stuff. And this isn't totally absurd. But this was the first one I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. At his house, he had a crepe myrtle that uh, the rootstock was a, it was an old, just like your that you see at all the old homesteads, you oh, know, yeah. just the the 
pink uh-huh. crepe myrtle. Well, he had it had gotten damaged by ice or something like that. Well, he had cut it back and just had a couple of branches of the original, but then on the uh, on the rootstock he had grafted in a white crepe myrtle. He had grafted in. It ended up it was a four color crepe myrtle tree, and it was Badass. about it was about five years old. And after all the grafts took and everything, and it was really cool looking. Then the dude grafted a, let me see, it was off a persimmon tree, and he grafted a pear to it, and it took. And so it was, it would grow persimmons and pears. There used to be a supply house that would sell a multi-fruit tree like that. Yeah. That you could buy. Well, then he also had on this, uh, and I mean, he was a, like, you know, Professor Brad is our history nerd friend. Right. This dude was, I mean, he was super cool. He reminds me a lot of Brad, but he was your plant nerd guy mm-hmm. and just always trying crazy stuff and, and was really good at it. He was an Aggie, of course, as most of those folks are. That'll make Tell happy. And, uh, well, he had, and I've seen this before, but I've never seen it in person and actually seen it work. He had espaliered a pear tree several pear trees in his backyard on this lattice work mm-hmm. and i mean it would produce and it was it was beautiful and crazy and like what in the hell right and just you're like how much work does that take and he's he's always like you know it doesn't take a lot of work at any one time it just takes a lot of work over long over a long period of time right. you know and dedication to it you yeah can't just you know just Get tired and, uh, of it like us. <laughs> but exactly. But he he had a spell, and it was probably about the lattice work he had it on was about five foot tall. I don't know how long. It had been growing a, a while. Right. Six, six or seven, eight years probably. And it was just so cool looking, you know. Well, I support your bonsai uh, fascination, and I'll do everything I can to help you along with it for whatever that's worth. Uh, Trees are very cool. I'm glad that you feel so emboldened to, to make yeah. such a tough stand. And there's an area we need to check this out sometime in our little jaunts and nature adventures that we like to do, which we haven't done in I'm years. Say we haven't done it in a long ass time. We need to explore all the money they've pumped into the Trinity River bottom, mm-hmm. into the hiking trails and right. stuff down there. I mean, you don't think of Dallas as forest but Man, when i fly fly in there's so much green but exactly when you leave dallas on 45 from i guess from where 75 turns to 45 then till you get to wilmer hutchins and you're going across the trinity river bottoms right. there it's like my gosh there it's a jungle out there and they've built like they've got a you know, multi-million dollar nature center somewhere down there. I mean, all kinds of crazy stuff. But I've heard some, there's some really cool old growth forest yeah. down in there. If you ever get a chance, I know you've never done this. And from here, it's a long ways. You need to go down to Livingston to the Alabama Cachada Indian Reservation. Mm-hmm. They have, uh, it's southeast Texas. They've got several of the state record uh, trees. Mm-hmm. I think the state record bur oak is down there. And see Man, other my kids ca- would love that trip. Other kind of stuff. And uh, but you're standing. You're like, 
this thing's probably like 250 years old. Oh, yeah. You're standing there looking at it, and it's like, oh, my God, man. You haven't ever been crazy. to the Redwood Forest, have you? I haven't. I want to so I haven't bad. been to, like, where the, you know, where they had the tunnel going through the yeah. water. I haven't been to that, but I have been across the, uh, on the other side of the Golden Gate, across on that side, and into the, a little bit into the forest, not even the, the deep. That's, the forest is just on the other side of the Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's where it starts. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought that was Oakland. No, Oakland is across the Bay Bridge. Uh, the, the Golden Gate Bridge goes basically north-south up to the, the oh, did, north I coast. Thought, coast. I didn't realize. The, I thought the Golden Gate ran east-west. No, the Bay Bridge r- runs east-west okay. to Oakland. Yeah. That shows my knowledge anyway, of California there. And I don't recommend walking around Oakland. I mean, I worked there for a while, and it was uh, – I worked downtown, and they said – you know, what time are you planning on leaving the first week I got there? And they're like, well, you know, I usually stayed about 5.30 or 6. Like, no, you need to leave about 4.30 at the latest because you don't need to be – we all leave before it gets dark. And, you know, it's one of those things where the high rises and everything, there's not a whole lot of light. Right. You know, so it's like, yeah, you need to leave by at, at the latest 5, but probably about 4.30. I'm like, all right. And, you know, it's not a, it's not a nice place, but – the if you go across the, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge to the north, yes, that's where you get into the forest. I didn't know that's where it started. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Can you imagine what that looked like a hundred years ago? Uh, that's all I try to think about. You know, I, I mean that. There's a documentary. It's a National Geographic documentary. I think it's on Netflix. Used to be about Big Sur. Mm-hmm. It's like golly, that is just freaking amazing. I've, I've never gotten to there. Uh, I never have gotten to go to that, but. There was a picture of Big Sur that my dad took when he was out there in California in the early 70s when he was stationed out there. You know, that was always on the wall up in my, the second floor of the house. And I was just like, that, it's hard to think that someplace like that exists. Yeah. And to tie it back to the bonsai, there's nothing better I like of the bonsai style. And I can't remember the exact name of it. That is the windswept yeah. coastal tree. Yeah. And that's my favorite style. I mean, there's no doubt that there's others that are, you know, maybe more technical and stuff. But that one's like, oh, this is what I love. And I remember when we were we were on the north side of Maui on our honeymoon, and we Mrs. Gustav got us onto this road. We'd rented a jeep, and we're going to just drive around and stuff. She's like, well, you know, it says it goes up here. the The map says you know it'll go around, and it was. I was white knuckle driving. You know, <laughs> I have a inherently high strung nature to begin with. Right. And she's like, Oh, look at that. Look at that. I'm like, I can't because this is not a road. This is a path. <laughs> and there's the, the, you know, ocean drop off to the left. Yeah. And there's another Jeep coming towards us. And we got to figure out this, but out there on this, this northern side and it's just wind and nothing. There's no beach. It's just cliffs. sheer cliffs. Right. There would be these lone trees that are just, just bent. I know, isn't that crazy? Oh, it's so great. Yeah, I love it. I love trees. Yeah, I there said you it. Go. There, there you go. go. I've got a book that uh, Mrs. Longmire bought me right after we first got married. It's uh, and I had seen it, the author of it on the Letterman show. I think oddly enough, but it's uh, Famous Trees of America. That's a page turner. Yeah, it's a good coffee table book, but uh, it has photos and the history of some of these, you know, the oldest trees in America, right. that, you know, 
certain stuff happened under. You know, it's like one from, I mean, these are trees that are 200, 250 years old that they're, I mean, it's just like, God almighty, how are they still even standing right. up? Some of, especially the ones, some of the ones down south that, you know, these huge live oaks and stuff like that that are, I mean, branches that have bent down and touched the ground and now those branches are rooted, yeah. and, you know, and I mean, it's just gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. What about Central Park? Have you ever been to Central Park? I've not ever been to Central Park either. You know, I've been to New York City a couple of times, but I never have got to really sightsee. Yeah. I mean, the time that you and I were together, we were forced on a tour to go around and we really didn't get to, yeah, we didn't get to branch out. But every other time I've ever been there, it's just been a matter of me going there in order to get to someplace else. I had never got to spend it. Because it's like, what, 2,000 acres or something? 1,500 acres? I don't know how big it is it's pretty good size it's, it's, but it's I don't a know. big chunk of land i don't know and i remember i read a story in college about the the architecture of uh central park and when it was first built and how the oh, i was the same guy that did a lot of the uh architecture the landscape architecture for the world's fair in chicago can't remember which which architect it was but just the the long-term vision mm-hmm. i guess is in is what you're aiming for in landscape architecture, you know, and this, I mean, Central Park, I guess he nailed it, you know, it's yeah, just one of those, it's like, wow. And also, you know, the next, the second largest public park in the United States? No. It's in Waco. And it's, I think it's almost a thousand acres just outside of Waco. And it's kind of been manicured. Yeah. Most of it's just forest. I remember my brother taking me through it one time. I was like, man, this is really freaking cool. It's right on the banks of the Brazos, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. It's like this, I mean, if you pumped about $50 million into this, <laughs> this would be awesome. You know, but I mean, it was like, wow, that was some foresight right there for somebody, for them to set aside that land. Right. I mean, it would be high-dollar real estate. And so it's it's not a state park? No, it's a municipal park. Huh, interesting. Yeah. And I can't even remember the name of it. Could, did he take you to the Texas Rangers Museum too? No, we did not do that. That's that was always a stop for uh, my family. I've never been to that. I mean, you'd like it. I'm sure I would. I mean, it's it's pretty. It's right up your alley. I was yeah, just, I knew it wouldn't be up your brother's alley, but I would yeah. think that you would. I've I've never been to that. My brother went to it just recently. Yeah, did uh, as an adult and enjoyed it. Yeah, son of, I mean, son of a gun didn't bring me back a T-shirt though. I'm sure there's a lot of history there. I mean, a lot of history. Who was the one that uh, shot Bonnie and or yeah, Frank, Frank Hammer? Wasn't that his name? That sounds about right. I can't remember any of that stuff. Yeah, and, you know, as much obscure information as I have in my head, I've gotten where I can't remember names. Good. I'm glad it's finally happening to yeah. you too. I know you'd be happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, Which got, I don't, but I mean, you're like still light years ahead of me there. There's just so much room for all this other stuff. And, you know, and I think another thing is that in my line of work, I see a lot of different names also. Yeah. And it just turns into a blur of right names and numbers. I don't Because I mean, that's one thing that just blows my mind with you and Ty is remembering people's names from a TV show from... 1983. I know it's getting tougher though. It's it's really my, our age is catching up with me. All right. Well, good. We got some uh, 
some feedback from our listenership, which okay. we love. There were a few things. So as we're recording this to pull back the curtain, we have two episodes that Ty and I recorded that you have not heard. Okay. And we got a lot of questions that night, a, a shit ton of questions. And there were several from Fake Sports Bot that we tabled, which I'm going to continue to table until we have him here too, because okay. we didn't answer them, but we said, these are good. These are great. We can probably do a whole episode about these, but we want heavy involved. But there was one question. Actually, there's a couple that are, I'm going to bring back around here for you now that we didn't get tonight. So one from Interstand Man, and he's like, I got a question for y'all, and I'm going to judge you on how you answer. Mm. And so I'm not going to taint you with my answer here right now, and I'm not going to go back into my answer. I'm going to let you have your say. Okay. 270 or 30-06? Just those two? I think it's a either or. It's between those two. Now, I have stated that you are a proponent of the 25-06. Yes, I like the 25-06. I want to go 270. Okay. All right. Do you have any particular reason or just personal? Uh... <sighs> I've never owned a 270. Uh I have, I've, obviously I've shot one several times. I have hunted with one before. To me, it, I think much like the 25-06, it, it has a flatter trajectory. All right. Like Gustav's scratching his neck. Like I, he's not, my, my answer, by the time this rolls around, will have already been out there. So okay. you'll hear it next week. So. Okay. Okay. Um, another one that was brought up was by one of our new listeners who is digging through our back catalog, which I appreciate. And, Finding out that he and I have an awful lot in common about what we read. And that is, hold on a second, pull this up. I've tried to screenshot everybody so that I don't lose them in the haze of notifications of Yoda Cat tweets. Which one's faster, though? 30 out 6 is faster, right? Well, it's the same case, and it's just neck down to 270 or the 30 caliber. It's, it's just a nominal necking. So the same amount of powder, basically. It is the same case? Yeah, it's the same okay. case. 270, so, I mean, that one has a flatter trajectory, right? Basically, up to a certain point. But it's going to be a matter of overall what your total bullet weight can be. Right. And then you get out past a certain distance with a certain bullet weight, then wind's going to turn into a factor. Right. And so it, it starts to, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I don't think there's a whole lot, but... Let's see. So Hephasaurus, ah, he asks, "How do I live, Leanne or Trisha?" The song. Do you remember that back in the uh, Trisha Yearwood or Leanne Rhymes? There was a song. Yeah, very very popular song. What was it called? How do I live? And this is in heavy's not. This would have been like mid nineties. Anyway, I don't know that. The look on his is I might might as well have just asked him some. Fusion jazz question. I'm I'm going to go Trisha Yearwood. Though. Yeah, that's the that's the proper choice. All right, so let's get into some things that you can answer with confidence. Okay, because that's more important. So from Sergeant Thunderfist MD. Ah, uh, yes. AKA not Bump Wills. Would you say it all went downhill once lawn darts were banned? <laughs> oh, lawn darts! Man, they were awesome. When what? I'm trying to think of the last time. It had to be the mid-80s uh, yeah. when they got taken off, off the market. They certainly to... didn't get taken out of the uh, circulation. Right. I'm thinking, 
because I, I can remember in eighth or ninth grade, somebody still having some yeah, of those. Yeah, they were still floating around. Yeah. They were great. Those were awesome. I don't know any, I can't remember anybody ever getting hurt with them. I don't recall anybody ever I mean, getting I, hurt I remember with them. stories, you know, but I also remember stories about some kid in Waco that died from eating Pop Rocks and drinking a Dr. Pepper at the same time. Right. Because you remember Pop Rocks disappeared for a while. Yeah, they did. And then they came back when we were about in junior high and we were like daredevils, we yeah. thought. Yeah. Because we're, you know, trying to kill ourselves drinking. Right. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. It went downhill. That's when, that's like the turning point. You had to start wearing seatbelts. That's when, like, bouncy horses started coming with padding and stuff. The spring rocking horses. Or when they started putting the little, uh, the, the sleeves over the, the springs. On you trampolines. Remember, no, on, on, on trampolines, the bouncy horse. on the bouncy horse. You remember yeah. the shit pitched out of your oh, yeah. uh, thighs? Yeah. Yeah. It taught you stuff. It taught you lots of stuff. Right. You know, your mom having to make a sudden stop and you flying around the back seat of the Delta 88, that taught yep. you stuff. That's right. Quit being a little shit. Quit laying up on the back of the, it was, in the back of the windshield. Right. In the back dashboard back there. I mean, that's back before, you know, the plastic electrical outlet oh, plug in yeah. covers. Yeah. You know, you just, you learned not to stick paper clips in I'm there. pretty sure I learned that or something along that way. Yeah. I also remember one time, because I, I was always, I'm not like a train nerd, okay? There's mm-hmm. a possibility that someday I may be wearing the little striped hat, okay? With, a, with your whole garage, is just nothing but a labyrinth of train I'm not, tracks. I'm not going to say it's not going to happen, okay? okay? It, it would be right up my alley. But yeah. I had trains when I was a little kid. Yeah. I remember stepping barefoot on the train track while it's turned on. I learned mm. not to do that. Yeah. Damn sure did, Bob. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. I also learned... In my long-haired, curly-headed days, that the Tonka trucks, remember that you put the AA battery in? Yeah, the little ones? Yeah. Yeah. The, it was just one AA battery you could stick in there. The Stompers? Or is that what they were called? I think they were called Stompers, yeah. And you just flick that switch on, and, mm-hmm. and it just had that ozone smell. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I learned real quick, not when you turn that on, not to hold it up to your head. <laughs> to hear it? Yeah, because it'll, it it'll, it'll grab your hair, and uh, yeah, you, it'll yank stuff out. You did have some out. kick-ass little kid curls. I did, man. You were a good-looking son of a gun. I was a cute, cute little bastard. Not literally. His parents were married. Right, right. All right. Also from Hephasaurus, what's the best shape for French fried potatoes? Oh, ho, 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 I was thinking about this tonight. Now, I want to I wanna differentiate this between fried taters... And yeah. French fried potatoes. Yeah, they're different. Okay. Because my mama makes fried taters the way she makes them. In the cast iron skillet, probably. Yes. Okay. Now, or maybe not anymore, but when I was a kid, she did. Right. Now, my wife fries potatoes, but she basically makes French fries. Gotcha. Now, they may be, you know, sliced, but they she's making French fries. And they're good, too. I eat yeah. But these aren't the fried taters of my youth. Okay. So anyway, well, how did your mama do them? They have a, they still have a slight, and they're not mashed potatoes, but there's a slight, there's a softness to them. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's some, yeah, I know what you're there's saying. some burnt, uh, not burnt, there's some brown tips, mm-hmm. but it's mostly still soft. Gotcha. And, and how does your wife do them? I mean, she is fries them to the word crispy. 
till they're crispy. Sometimes she'll do them super thin, basically making potato chips. Sometimes gotcha. they're, gotcha. you know, it, she'll do them all kind of different yeah. styles. But Your mama, did she cut them up lengthwise or did she cut them round? My wife does them round. Your, these weren't always even lengthwise. These might be shorter, like just cubes, cubes kind. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's the good. That's good stuff. Yeah. And that's, you know, to me, if I could have that, her fried taters, maybe some smoked sausage fried mm-hmm. and some Mrs. Baird's bread, I could go. A bottle of ketchup. A bottle of ketchup. The whole damn bottle. And none of that cat's up bullshit. Right. N- no Del Monte. Okay. It's got to be Heinz. It's got to be Heinz. Okay. Yes, I'll eat all that, and then I'll have to go take a nap. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, as far as French fries go, I favor the crinkle-cut fries. Interesting. I just ate some crinkle-cut fries tonight, and I was thinking about this when I, I cooked some fish sticks and some and some fries for my kids tonight in the oven. That's a dad move right there. Yeah, and I was thinking about it when I was eating those crinkle-cut fries. I was like, man, I freaking love crinkle cut fries it's the only thing i don't like about whataburger is their skinny fries all right i like the whataburger skinny fries i don't like skinny fries i don't like sonic skinny fries my favorite fast food fries are brahms funny you should mention that because friend of the podcast jay cranfield sent a question about brahms brahms crinkle cut fries are the shit they are great I mean, I prefer and and I like Brahms. They're not my favorite burger, but it's a good burger. It's a damn good burger. But their fry game Whew, is shit. better than their burger game. Yeah. Now, as far but let me let me bring in. Uh, okay, okay, we'll table Brahms talk. So let's keep on going. Let's go okay, through let's, all the fries. Okay, shapes. let's let's rank the the fast food joints and their fries. Okay. All right. For me, number one is Brahms. Okay, their crinkle cut fries. Number two, and we're just talking about fries. We're not talking about anything else on the menu. Number two is McDonald's fries. They're not as good as they used to be because they they fucked with the whatever their stuff is. Okay. But they're still good. Yeah. They're always really good and salty. But yes. Okay. Go on. Number three, I'm going to go Whataburger fries. Okay. Number four, I will go Sonic fries. Number four. Five, shit, I don't know from there. That's my go-to places, pretty much. Well, I'll, I'll fill in some gaps here. So I don't disagree with anything you've said. I do think, at least it might, you know, Ty has a, a hit or miss with his Whataburger. Yeah. Okay? And that Whataburger, his, his place is too big, and it's, I don't feel that he's getting that personal Whataburger experience. <laughs> Oh, my number five fries are Dairy Queen fries. They're, yeah, pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Uh, my Whataburger, though, I rarely ever get bad fries from. Yeah. And it seems like, and mine's really busy, but it's in a small place. Mm-hmm. But because it's always busy, it seems like their fries are generally always fresh. Right. Same thing goes for McDonald's. It always seems fresh. Yeah. And I would say the same thing for, water, uh, for Brahms. I don't think I've ever gotten... A limp or a cold fry. Oh, no. Now, you go to Sonic. My kids love Sonic, and I hate it. I like Sonic. I don't like Sonic. I, I mean, I've eaten a ton of Sonic in yeah, our life. Yes, you have. But their fries, they're the most likely to give you a limp, cold fry. It, and nobody wants a limp, cold dick. I don't want a limp, cold fry either. There okay? you go. 
I don't like Wendy's fries. They fucked with them and changed them up years ago. I never eat Wendy's. I, it, I, I like Wendy's. It, it doesn't do right with my stomach. I'm sorry to hear that. Something about it. I don't know what it is. I don't like In-N-Out fries. Oh, those are awful. They're, they're terrible. And they're making them fresh. I don't, I, like I don't know what they're doing to fuck them up, but they're horrible. Yeah, I don't horrible. like it. Dairy Queen fries are good. What do you? How do you feel about the spicy curly fry? Uh, I never get them. See, I think Jack in the Box does them poorly. I never go to Jack in the Box. But I think Arby's does them a little bit better. I never go to Arby's. Sir, honestly, I've eaten at Arby's, I think, twice in my life. I, I don't go very often, but every once in a while, I'll be like, man, I really want a beef and cheddar, and I'll get the curly fries with Mm-mm. it. And I usually regret it. Yeah. But I like it. It's it's one of those weird love-hate yeah, things. I just you know? don't. But it's, it's not very common. Now, uh, Raising Cane's does the crinkle fry, too. I just don't like raisin canes. But not as good as the uh as your uh what about the waffle fry at Chick fil A? I'm not a fan of the waffle fry. I'm not I mean, really either. Their fries are I mean they're they're, they're they're I eat them. They're okay. Yeah. I mean I eat them because they're I don't like Chick fil A. I mean, yeah, it tastes good, but it's like I mean if you just order a one of those chicken sandwiches like if you go in a in a burger place and you say, okay, give me the number one, you know, with the medium fry and a medium drink. And they're going to put mustard or something on your, it comes with something, you know, it's going to have all the veggies on it, all that stuff. What Chick-fil-A, do they even have vegetables? Yeah. You have to ask for that? Well, I don't know if what chicken sandwich, I always get the spicy chicken sandwich because I'm an adult. Man, well, I, just, I I don't go that often. I and mean, I just, that comes with lettuce and tomato on it. Does it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they'll just hand me just like a piece of chicken in a bun. I'm like, okay, I guess that's what they do here. I don't know. Well, I think uh, they have their own style. I don't dis disagree about that. Okay, but I mean, it's good chicken. Yeah, I can. I I didn't like them at first, but every once in a while, like I like their chicken and biscuits. That's pretty good. Those are damn good. That's pretty good. Anyway. They're just always, we have one, I think, in town here. Surely there's more than one. It's got to be. Got to be. Yeah. But the one closest to me, I don't know what that some bitch rakes in a year, but you can't f- freaking park. They're all like that. The one where I'm at's like that. And I'm that. like, fuck that. I'm not waiting. No, the line's out the door. I'm not standing at... Well, my wife be like, well, they're really quick. I, I don't give a shit how quick they are. I'm not standing in the line out the door for a freaking chicken. I mean, if they're serving steak or something, right. I might do that. But, I mean, if it's an all-you-can-eat fish buffet, I'd understand people standing out the door. But That's about the only thing I'm going to stand in line for is a uh, pill-and-eat shrimp or something. Well, you, know? you can. What's your claimed record for pill-and-eat shrimp? Shit, I don't know. No, man. you used to have a... I mean... It's enough that it embarrasses my wife. Cause she's you, like, she's like, go throw that plate away. That you is, have boasted poundage before. I mean, it'll be, I mean, I'll have two plates full of shells just stacked up in mountains. And she's just looking, she's like, heavy, that, that's embarrassing. Go throw one of those away. That's awful. That needs to be, uh, you know, we need to have a shit butt meet up to watch you eat, peel and eat shrimp. Man, I love peeling eat shrimp. And we just got a new, I hadn't been to it yet. Cause that's my thing here. There's gotta be, cause that's the, you know, in every small town, 
there's some place that on Friday and Saturday night, right? They have an all-you-can-eat catfish buffet and shrimp and that kind of stuff. Well, evidently, city folks don't don't partake, don't, don't dig that. You know, city folks aren't big on the catfish because, I, but as close as I am to Lake Levon, there's got to be something over in Princeton or Farmersville or yeah, something. Yeah, surely, surely something. But we did just get, my wife told me, a, a f- place opened up where Twin Peaks used to be. Yeah. They're off 75. And uh, a fish place opened up. And I don't think it's an all-you-can-eat buffet place, but I think it's, I hadn't I hadn't scouted it out yet. I need to do that. Save my money up and go see what I can, yeah. what I can do there. The, uh, I, it's funny that you mentioned that. I don't think I've ever noticed... An all-you-can-eat catfish place, any t- you know, even in if it's an only, urban area, in an urban area, even if it's only for you know the the weekend night. Yeah. Whereas, like you said, we literally would drive an hour in some cases to go to an all-you-can-eat place. Yeah. And that was that was normal. Like mm-hmm. my parents still make plans with friends of theirs. We're gonna go right. over here. And th- this is going to be our Saturday night. Well, yeah, th- and that's back. That's back to the day of when eating out was a big was right. a big thing. I mean, because I can remember we used to go to we used to drive to when I was a little kid to go to this Mexican food place over, and I think it was just this was in the would have been late seventies, early eighties, and I'm sure it was just so my you know it'd be my dad and another, mom and dad and another couple, right. And I'm sure it was just so, you know, they could drink whiskey on the way over there. So uh-huh. I don't know what the hell, why the hell we're driving to, <laughs> to go eat Mexican food. Well, back then we didn't have any Mexican food. I mean, we didn't have Mexican food to the mid eighties in our I town. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Let that sink in for a second. There was no, I guess you're right. There was no Mexican food till the mid eighties. Right. Maybe like 84. You had to go to or you had to go to. I'm probably going to bleep out all these towns. Okay. I think in, yeah, you could go to get it. Yeah, yeah, you could. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but fish was the big thing back then. Oh, yeah. Fish was it. And you would drive 45 minutes easy. Yeah. If not, because I, I remember going later even further. Really? Yeah. Where to? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Good. <laughs> and the lines out the door and places where they had so much business it was clear that they added on yeah like this just is to accommodate just to accommodate it yeah isn't it crazy it's it's insane but again i don't think i've ever noticed that anywhere in the metroplex no no and i certainly haven't ever seen it any of the other places i've been to around the country the only place that i can think of now that's like that is Hutchins Barbecue. Yeah. You're going to wait. I mean, I, where I'm currently working is about from Hutchins. And I smell that smoke all day long. It right. smells so freaking good. I've, but, I mean, at lunchtime. Now, can you get takeout? Yeah, you can, you can do takeout, but then you got to wait in the damn. I wasn't sure if there was like a way like you could. Well, I don't, since they've added on, I don't know if they've changed anything. I don't know how you do takeout. Yeah. I've never done it. But, uh, I mean, it's just, it's all what they're all, always a line. I mean, and that's awesome. That's awesome. But it's those dudes are raking it in, cranking that stuff out, you know, and I mean, 
And it's damn good barbecue. It is. Damn good barbecue. But yeah, there's the all-you-can-eat fish place. There's got to be some places around the lake, around Lake Levon. Well, if we have any listeners, and I think we might have a couple of people that may have tried us at least over there towards Princeton, let Heavy know, and we will uh, see if we can satisfy him. All right, to Jay Cranfield, friend of the podcast. Jay Cranfield. He says, I did enjoy Ty's Brahms talk from yesterday on Twitter, if y'all want to expand on that. A Brahms burger, crinkle-cut fries, and a shake is on my short list mm. of last meals before my execution. Not if I got executed. Is it when? His actual execution. Right. And then he also has a, <laughs> a second question that we'll deal with in a moment, which we can certainly address. Yeah, Brahms is solid. Yeah. I, uh, Brahms is solid. Yeah, a Brahms burger's good. Brahms burgers at times reminds me at, of at least one little uh, country store where they're grilling it up on a uh, hot plate, you know, type thing. It just feels like it's got that kind of yeah that sense of it sometimes. Although like, it's always bigger than anything you ever got in a right country right. store. What's your favorite ice cream at Brahms? You know, I don't I don't like a lot of ice cream flavors. Mm-hmm. So I do like a a hot caramel sundae. I thought, oh, that threw me off there. A hot caramel sundae. I'm just talking about just not just, a hot Carl. If you're just getting, yeah, that's what <laughs> I don't like. Hot. Carls. If you're just I getting, mean, a, never, if you're if you're at Brahms and you're going to get a scoop of ice cream. Hold on a second. I want to go on record that I've never been involved in a hot Carl ever. Okay. 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 Nor do I plan on being involved in a hot Carl. Not a cold Carl. Not a cold Carl. Okay. And if y'all want to know what that is, you'll have to find us in real life and we'll explain all that. But I'm not going to be involved in a cold Carl or a hot Carl. All right. Either giving or giving receiving. Giving or receiving. Neither okay. way. Okay. Right. I have, I do have certain boundaries. <laughs> this is my line in the sand. We're not crossing. Uh, all right. Now, uh, if you just were to get a scoop of ice cream at Brahms. I don't. I don't. Oh, man. I take the kids after karate as their reward to go get some Brahms and they all, you know, you know, I want this, I want this. I never get anything. I don't eat I a lot of ice cream. Peppermint. Peppermint ice cream. My crazy grandmother wonderful. always had peppermints. Brock's peppermints. I love peppermints. And I so and I loved my crazy grandmother, okay? Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But it's one of those things. It's, it's like just association. It's that I, I smell peppermint and Virginia Slims. Okay, <laughs> and maybe one of those pina coladas that were pre-mixed that you had to drive over, you know, to another county to get. Right. You know. Right. She smoked menthol Virginia Slims. No, just the regular uh, Virginia Slims. Did she? I don't remember her smoking. Well, she hid it in the later part when you would have been around. She was hiding it. Right. Yeah. Not very well. One of my, f- probably my best memory of your grandmother was when we were in high school and your brother would have been sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. We're outside. He's over there by that old tree house. We're on your parents' side of the gun room. Yeah. And he, we're doing something and he's, you know, we're the older kids and he's the little brother. He's wanting to jack around with us. Well, uh. We're walking over to the gun room, and your grandmother comes walking out, and she's standing there. Before she says anything, your brother starts cussing and uh, calling us pussy. He's throwing a pecan at us or something. <laughs> He's like, you pussies. And uh, you kind of stand there, and you look at your grandma, and you look back at him, and you go, what'd you say? 
Say it again. Say it louder. You pussies, y'all are just a bunch of wet, dripping pussies. And your grandma comes around that corner, little monoblanc. <laughs> what did you? And he just takes off running. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, that was great. Oh, he was, uh, I, you know, it's one of those things where, and we've talked about it before, the level of cussing that we were exposed to versus what our kids are exposed to. Oh, it's just yeah. night and day. Yeah. Now, that was some level stuff that he probably got from hanging out with some of your buddies <laughs> at a young age, which is still a, a whole other story. Uh, but, man, we used to get, I mean, I got called shit ass and uh, ape shit. And, you know, just all. Right. Just all that old man talk by my by either my grandfather or his buddies. Yeah, you know that you would have family friends, you know, just calling you a little shit and stuff. Well, uh, some of my dad's old drunk cowboy friends, uh, they used to like to teach me songs. Oh, and nursery dirty nursery right. rhymes and stuff like that from like in kindergarten, <laughs> and uh. It'd be one of those things where, you know, they're working, you know, dad's doing something and, you know, whoever's the drunkest is watching you gets put with me right. to make sure I don't wander into the corral or anything like that. And so they're all, you know, teaching me dirty nursery rhymes and, you know, dirty little songs and that kind of stuff. And yeah, my mama didn't think that was cute. I'm sure not. Not one bit. Now, you know, I, I always struggled with a speech impediment when i was little really yeah i didn't had a hard that. time saying my shs so i was in speech therapy i never knew that probably the first three years or so of school huh four years anyway god i wish you still had a lisp it'd be great wouldn't it that would but be awesome. i couldn't say my sh as well okay and so you said fit no i i shouldn't i couldn't say catfish and i, I guess I could had a hard time with F's too when I was real little. Sounded like cat shit. So my grandfather on my mom's side, yeah, Mister Good Times, he ate that up. He ate that up. So he would encourage me <laughs> out in public to say catfish, and it would come out as cat shish. <laughs> so it sounded like cat shit over and over and over. Uh, Do you want some catfish? Yeah, I want some cat shit. <laughs> And he just laugh and laugh. Oh, uh, it, was a, it was a better time. So you got cussed at and life was more dangerous to go tie it all back to. Yeah, uh, absolutely. absolutely. But yeah, the back to uh, Jay Cranfield's email or tweet. Brahms is solid. Cherry Limeade is the best cherry limeade. Don't give me that Sonic they bullshit. They have a good one. They have a good one, which I'm. I'm partial to Sonic's, and they're hit and miss. All right. First off, the difference there. It's night and day. Is Brahms uses soda, just plain soda, mm -hmm. and Sonic uses Sprite. Right. So you're always going to be, to your hit and miss, subjective to what their mix is. Mm -hmm. So if you get at the start of the, of the bag or whatever, it's going to taste totally different. Than what's at the end of the bag. Right. And anywhere in between. And Sonic is consistent. I mean, I'm sorry, Brahms is consistent okay. because of it's always soda and it's always just going to be the whatever the sugar stock is in right. the, uh, and the limes. Yeah. Yeah. I like Brahms. Now that's because they don't have those down south. 
That is an Oklahoma-based company. Right. So they only extend... I think about Waco's as far south as they used to go. I mean, I remember when they weren't in Dallas because when uh, moved down there over off of uh, around Greenville and that neck of the woods, there weren't any Sonics, I mean, any Brahms, and she was lamenting that she couldn't have Brahms, and they finally put one in, and we're like, huh. Okay. I'm like, I didn't know they weren't. I mean, at the time, right. I just thought, well, you know, they're Everybody, all over. Everybody's got that. Yeah. yeah. Hell, we got that, you know. That's right. Now, for a while, there in my town, there were two Brahms, because they built a new one, and they kept the old one open for a while. One. Yeah, the old shitty one. Yeah. And when it finally closed the old shitty one, people, I mean, people were upset. Yeah. And it's not like my town's that big, but. The people that lived so close to it or worked close to it, mm-hmm. they were, oh, they have to go over the highway now. You know? Right. But that was a big deal. I remember seeing people crying on Facebook. That's all that place is good for now. Fuck Facebook. Man, I I got a new phone a, about a month ago. And so I went through, because even though it pulls across your apps and stuff, right. you know, there's you still have to go in and sign back you in. You got to log stuff. in and everything. And which you, you can't ever remember passwords. Not at all. Nothing. No. You know, well, I get to the Facebook when I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not even. It's going to log back in. I, I, every just, once in a while, I'll go look at it. And then I instantly say, there's a reason I haven't posted anything in like nine months. Yeah. Because it's awful. This is the worst. Awful. It, it makes. It makes you not like the people you really know in real life. Yeah. And like Twitter, it's a whole bunch of people you don't really know. Right. And you can kind of just let things roll off. If I mean, if you see something that's really apprehensive, you can mute somebody or something. But it's just like, I don't care. Yeah. But the, Facebook's like, I know you people, and I like you less and less because of this stupid yeah. website slash app. It's, yeah. So, I, so... I guess I'm officially off of it, but I know that you're never off of no, it. No, I, I heard, I remember Jake's story of yeah. trying to get it. I think he might have had some progress here his lately. Account deleted, and yeah. it's like once it's there, it's there. And I you mean, know, we have a podcast page for it that I update very infrequently. I've been really bad about all our social media except for Twitter this whole summer, probably the last six months, where yeah. I used to be really good, but. Oh my god! It's just well. What's the thing I've been hearing with Twitter increasing its characters to two eighty? Is that just for some people? Or so what? far, I think it's just some people. Who who are these people? I don't know. Like people that post a bunch or something. I don't know. I don't know what how it's been decided. I don't know if I've even seen anybody that has. I hope somebody like Yoda Cat gets it so he can torment the world. But yeah. I don't see it as a big deal. I don't either. 140 is perfect. Um, you can't say it in 140 characters. Yeah, but there's sometimes you get like you want to have that extra mention or something like exactly, that. Exactly, but then it turns into a. It's quick to turn into a. It could easily turn into a rant if it's over 140. Yeah, I get that. Characters. But I mean, there's nothing stopping H- anybody from one of those. Coke. You can't wait. We're almost done. Oh, okay. You can wait. Okay. I feel like a dad right now. All right. You can wait. Sorry. Um, we would be remiss if we did not mention Brahms Chili. Never had it. 
Ty will be punching his uh, dash right now. He's a big proponent of the chili. Brahms has chili? Yeah, Brahms has chili. I did not know that. Yeah. Maybe check into that sometime. It's good? Yeah. I'm, I don't know that I've ever had any restaurant chili. I like the Wendy's chili, too. Although I hear if you read about any restaurant, you hear horror stories, but I like that Wendy's chili. I've, I've never eaten chili at a restaurant, any kind of restaurant. Man, that's so clean. It's beautiful. All right. Email us what you think the best uh, type of French fry is. Email us if you've ever had chili at a restaurant or anything else stupid like that, or if you want to take part in Heavy's Bonsai Odyssey, or especially <laughs> if you know of any... All you can eat catfish places around the McKinney around Collin County Levon. area or Lake Levon. Apparently, you've got a hard on for going to Lake Levon. Well, anywhere in Collin County. That's why I said Collin County. Okay, I don't want to go to Frisco though. Yeah, I mean, I don't like Frisco. I wish I could tell the Frisco story on the air, but I can't. It's just that's a strange world over there, man. It is a whole new world. I mean, that's. It's, I mean. Every time I drive through, which I do frequently, drive through it, and I'm like, when I was in high school, this town was smaller than the town I grew up in. When we were in high school. It was like 5,000 people. When we were in high school, after high school, it actually went down from 3A to 2A. Did it really? Yeah. I remember it dropped down. I don't remember that. But, yeah. Now there's overpasses and high rises and... Big cranes building big buildings and stuff. It, it's it's weird. But then again, I mean, I remember when you know there was nothing at the three eighty seventy five. Just that car wash. Just and that, that car wash gas station. Yeah, that's been there forever. <laughs> Actually, that ga- that car wash wasn't there. That ga- there was a gas station where the uh, it's that it's a chevron or something now that old white gas station on the southeast corner southwest corner of 380 and 75 that thing's been there forever yeah there was one even before that that was there's like that mcdonald's and allen yeah that thing's been there since we were kids that's been there a long time but there There was was is that stacy and yeah stacy and 75 yeah i mean that thing because they built that when there was nothing yeah i mean it was it was one of those that when they built, they're like, "What in the you're like, what in the shit are they building the McDonald's out here for?" Because Allen was one of those that was it was slow to grow. Yeah, Allen was well, it kind of I mean, spurts because you had the McKinney that, grew in the late nineties before Allen did. Allen finally took a hold in the early aughts. Yeah. Anyway, crazy growth. So email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail dot com, and I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. Stomper 4x4s, working lights, detailed design, and four-wheel drive. Battery for each not included. There are four models. The Chevy Blazer, the Dodge Warlock, the Jeep Honcho, or the Ford Bronco. With battery-powered four-wheel drive, you can tackle almost any hill, almost any surface, because four-wheel drive provides power. Stomper 4x4s with headlights, each sold separately or available in sets. From Shopper.
introducing Pop Rocks Cracklin' Candy. They'll burst all over your mouth in cherry, grape, and orange. Pop Rocks taste as nice. Pop Rocks! The Cracklin's what's happening? That's not it either. Listen, there's only one meaning of a hot Carl. And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Salley. Good night from Dallas, Texas.